Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Party Business Podcast. It's been a bit. I said we were coming back after Thanksgiving in the last episode, and technically it is after Thanksgiving. It's just now February? Oh boy. Um... First and foremost, I want to say that we are so excited to be back, and we plan on releasing an episode every other week. Um, see, with this full group of creative people that also work full-time jobs, it can be a little challenging juggling this and work and our own creative projects that range from writing books and freelancing and making comics and developing our own tabletop games, streaming in various places, not to, pen- not to mention that there's a couple parents in this crew raising kids, so that's always fun as well. Um, but we love playing. We love that you want to hear more. Thank you, everybody that has stuck with us through the break. Uh, We want to make it up to you by uh, diving back into Middle Earth. And if you're just binging this and catching up, well, you know, you just keep going, I guess. Thank you to everyone who has written to us through email and Twitter. There is even a One Ring RPG uh, subreddit going, a thread in there that I couldn't believe I found and stumbled upon and people were asking if we were coming back. I can't believe that. Um, so cool to see people want us to return and we feel the love. Absolutely humbled by that. We have like this, you know, discord for when we try to coordinate and, you know, record. And basically we were just like in awe. I, we couldn't believe it. So we're having a great time and we're going to keep having a great time. Uh, We also crossed the 1,000 download milestone, and so we're pretty pumped about that uh, to keep doing this RPG that we love in the lore that we love. So let's dive back in. What you're about to hear is actually a recording from before the break, so we're blissfully unaware of how long we'll be gone or whatever. I do want to warn you that uh, it's it's not till episode 9 that you hear us try to remember the rules and stuff, but... Everyone right now is kind of getting their physical copies of the Kickstarter book, you know, second edition. And we're going to start getting those rules implemented too and start practicing with those because I know that's what you want to hear. Episode 9 is when we start. We actually just recorded episode 9. So um, we do some second edition shadow uh, points and how they they work in that episode. Um, But for now, in this episode... Uh, our group has come through Mirkwood Forest finally, has started their fellowship phase. Each group member is going off on their own um, to do their own downtime activities. We started that uh, last week, or <laughs> last week, uh, four months ago or whatever. Uh, get ready for some more family revelations, some hurtful words, maybe um, someone talking to a wizard, perhaps, hmm? and then... Perhaps a certain bear shape changer? Hmm, we'll have to see. The group has also leveled up and is continuing to level up um, to keep going on this grand adventure. So, let's see what kind of family drama unfolds and what kind of beer flows from the Easterly Inn as we dive into episode 7 of the Party Business Podcast, A Short Break. All right, we're back for more leveling up. Now we're done with that. <laughs> that's all That's all done. Um, but we do have some uh, more stories to get into here. Um, and maybe rolling, if I'm lucky? No, I'm not going to get my hopes up. All right, so we... Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys keep getting out of every situation. Like um, I said, I'm, I'm starting anyway. to fight this episode. So 
Thank you. I'm going to slip... I'm just going to give 20 bucks to anyone who starts to find. <laughs> 20 real American uh, oh. dollars. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, we got to see Ted and Rory um, hit up the inn, which is, seems extraordinarily appropriate for those two. Um, and they're making friends, which also seems appropriate for those two. Um, so... We're going to go to the next kind of closest location for the people going places, and that's going to be uh, Cat Vera and the kid who have had a conversation that's my about. my character. <laughs> that is. Um, so, Cat Vera, what is Cat Vera yeah. doing, and how is the kid involved? Let's go over that again. Uh, so, Cat Vera is taking the kid back to her home in Eagle's Eerie. Um, close by to Bjorn's place. What and, does uh, what does Eagles yeah. Eerie look like? Because I know they are close to the Eagles Nest, but um, I assume not in the Eagles Nest. Yeah, uh, I would say it's like craggy, right? Lots of crags. <laughs> yeah, you're making the light. I'm. We're making a cannon right now. Oh, okay. So, uh. uh yeah, it's kind of like craggy, uh, more of a, it, it's up against the mountains, so yeah. uh, more mountainous terrain, uh, probably um, no big, no big towns or cities or anything like that. The probably biggest uh, sort of, I guess, town, if you want to call it that, would be like Bjorn's house, because um, I'm assuming some people probably live... Uh, around it um but it's probably more of like a, a fort i would assume well bjorn's house is out in the middle of the valley yeah that. yeah you're, that, you're, that's you're like on the other are, side yeah that's on the other side of the valley that's like a half day's march probably from yeah here, yeah so. but the bjornians but, probably don't uh really have like a, a major town um it's true the biggest one is more... probably around bjorn's house yeah, they're more like hunter-gatherer sort of folk. So, cool. they, uh, as a Bjornian, when I created my character, you know, my standard of living was, I think, the lowest or second lowest. Marshall um, or something. Yeah, yeah. Marshall. Uh, so, yeah, we don't really, like, just probably even just, like, tents. I wouldn't even say they build, like, homes. It's probably yeah. probably tents and such. Used to being uh, like on the move. Yeah, nomadic cool. sort of sort of people. Yeah. Um, definitely. As you definitely. journey, yeah. As you journey across the valley, the kid, what are you doing? As you've like kind of caught up and had this conversation with Cat Vera about, yeah, come along or whatever. What's the kid? What's the kid thinking? Uh, the kid it, going through this area. First of all, he's just like you live like this <laughs> but <laughs> i think he mostly keeps that to himself because right now i think with with going through everything that everyone has gone through he's just kind of slowly realizing that he is completely out of his element there's a lot of things that he's never experienced before and this is like super eye-opening right it's kind of the feeling of when you the first time you drive through like not <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> 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 I 
not like super super impoverished but it's the but to to the kid who is like extremely um spoiled sheltered that's all he knows it's that feeling of when you have driven through like skid row for the first time and so it's it's like eye-opening so he's kind of like slowly absorbing all that he's a little bit shocked and i think he's slowly starting to realize like there's just so much he does not know and that's come as like a shock to him yeah it's like a culture shock yeah um because especially since this is the first time he's not like in a town or not in like the forest (laughs) with spiders yeah um and so because of that he's definitely keeping close to her um and like one of his biggest fears is like being alone so he's trying uh, in addition to you know just trying to like look for answers to like help his parents and stuff um his goal is to yeah yeah um his goal is to stick close to her as much as possible so even that if that right now if that means like just listening to her and like obeying her right now because like he does not this is like he has zero clue what to do yeah, and I think Kat Vera would very much be, she'd be okay with that, especially considering our group that we have going on. If this, if the kid is going to spend time with people from our group, she would much prefer it be her. Just, <laughs> especially not Rory and Ted, probably. Uh, Yurik, she still, what? she trusts him a little bit more, but... He also was, like, freely giving this pipe weed that after the first time she tried taking it, it didn't work. Or he tried taking it, it didn't work out too it's good. It's a real will that kind of Ross Rachel had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. There is, like, part of him who's just like, oh, man, I missed the other two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the end of the adventure, Ketvera and Yurik might end up a thing, but she won't be happy about it. <laughs> the, the, mom, the mom and dad of the group. Yes. <laughs> it'll be under it'll be out of necessity rather than passion. <laughs> this is a deal that we, works for both of us, thank you. Yeah. We gotta stay together because of the kids, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Alright. Um, uh, yeah. as as you get close to um your home, you kind of start recognizing like where some of the trees kind of open up. Um it's actually probably near the clearing uh, uh, where Bilbo and the dwarves got stuck in the trees and the eagles had to come save them. Um, that's probably nearish, but you get closer into the mountains and the trees start clearing up and you get into the crags and you know that in these little kind of grottos and uh, little canyons, there's a lot of like where your people set up tent. And uh, as you round a corner, all of a sudden mm-hmm. a staff just kind of swings at your head. Roll for athletics. Roll for athletics. Yep. Oh, no, just cat. Just uh. Just cat <laughs> That's exactly what I. I didn't want. Me. I didn't think I was gonna roll. This. Yeah, I gotta get it in. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. I, have a I mean, the DM's gonna force it if athletics. anything, right? Yeah. I have three pips in athletics, so this should be okay. Oh well, there you go, Gandalf rune biatch. <laughs> and a six. Go. Just matrix to that. I rolled Whoa. a Gandalf rune and a six. Weighted uh, dice. So that and, two, and a two and a three. So that's 
automatic success. Yeah. You Can absolutely. I get a pip? <laughs> you do get a pip. Put a pip in there. Yeah. Um, First pip. You get a pip. You get a pip. I'll take a pip. Uh, you hand them up? <laughs> if you're handing out pips. Um, you uh, gracefully, just like you see this coming, you duck down, and uh, you have your spear out. Like, you kind of do this twirl duck, and you have your, your spear out, like, immediately as you look at uh, the man who's holding this staff in his left hand because his right arm is gone. And you look oh. at your you look at your father as you come around the corner. And he goes, Good. At least you're not losing your wits as you get close to home. Come on. And he just starts walking back towards, like, where your family set up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll just uh, reply back to him, like, Papa, you don't really think that I would have lost my touch already. Uh, you, never, you never know. Glad it hasn't happened. Come on. And, uh, yeah, he walks back. And, uh, in his tent, uh, you know, they've set up for you know, this part of the season anyway. Um, there's a little fire going, and there's a couple other kind of uh, Bjornings and the crags uh, set up as well. Uh, there's a couple families being set up, pretty big setup. Um, there's food cooking, stews going. Um, there's some kind of laughter in some of the crags. You know, this is a this is home. And as you kind of walk over to where your family's tent is set up, mm-hmm. uh, you both see that he's there. But there's also a woman there, and of course, uh, Cat Fairy, you know that's your mom. Uh, she's kind of Mama. looks like she's mixing. Mixing something in a bowl, and then she's still checking on the fire, looking at uh, what's cooking, and uh, going back to her things. She looks up, and she's like, good, good, you've returned. Um, and your father says, of course she's returned, and uh, kind of sits down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, says, you think uh, I tr- all that training would have gone to waste? And uh, she's like, of course not. Of course, trust my daughter. And uh, she stands up and walks over to the both of you. She says, who's this? Who's your, who's your friend? Oh, uh, yes, of course. I almost forgotten he was there. Uh, this is my <laughs> one of my traveling companions, the kid. Uh, First of all, how kid? dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this is a... Uh, uh, we're, we're work acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, this is my fr- uh, companion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You got Yeah, I have a question. So. I have a question. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she goes, uh, "Welcome, welcome. Uh, will you be staying with us? Uh, do you have? Do you know something about you? Where, where are you from, uh, little one?" She is a very tall, broad-shouldered lady, so she is quite oh <laughs> a good amount taller than the kid. <laughs> So he's definitely like, uh, I guess like equivalent to like Starstruck, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, she's he, what, yeah, she's the person been you were told for. about. Yeah. 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 So he's been looking for her. And so I know like he's in between like, like really wringing out his fingers being like, oh shoot, like is this, like, is he actually going to get like his answers right now and stuff like that? Um, 
but I think right now he he's like stunned to silence and he's just like looking back between uh uh Kat Vera and her mom and like he's just like like you you know like when you're like so like stunned and you're like stuttering and he's just like uh, 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 I, I, uh like you the entire time <laughs> he makes no words <laughs> well well don't don't wear yourself out i'm sure it's been a long journey um <laughs> Um, have a seat. There's plenty all around. Um, and uh, Cat Vera's father um, goes, uh, guessing a parting. He's already lost his words. <laughs> you come from uh, you come from Lake Town, boy, or from Dale? Uh, uh he goes, uh, Lake Town, sir. He says, uh, well, at least you're used to a little bit of work in Lake Town. Because if you if you stay here at all, you'll be hunting with me. You gotta earn this this food. Kevin just is smiling. <laughs> he, he's just like, uh, I saw a spider once. <laughs> and he goes, a spider. Did you get bested by it? <laughs> I I watched I watched it. I think I watched it get vested. <laughs> you watched it. Oh, good, a warrior. Great. Uh, then he kind of reaches <laughs> over, and he gets the rod that he, like, almost struck his own daughter with, and he gives it to you, puts, like, shoves it in your hand, he's like, take a swing at me. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Papa. He winds, this, this he winds up like a, like a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, all right, I'm just joking around. I know this little one couldn't couldn't hit me even if he tried, and if he did, it wouldn't hurt. He pouts. He's just like, what? <laughs> um, and then he kind of just waves you over, like, "Come on, let's get some food," and you kind of sit around the fire with them. Uh, Cat Bear, is there anything you want to start off with your family? Is there something you've anything you've wanted to ask them? Or yeah, Cat uh, Bear will. Uh sort of like i guess like put her pack down and stuff and, and kind of get settled in a little bit and she'll say mama papa i'm 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 so glad to be back but sadly i don't bring uh, the best of news uh, for my outing uh, I, w- I had received word from the elves of mirkwood that dolgador has awakened or is awakening your mother kind of keeps, like, just kind of nods her head, and your father uh, just kind of looks into, the, like, the fire of the little cooking fire they've got going. And he kind of sighs. <sighs> I was hoping we had more years than this. I fear it's I closer I... than we think. I, I myself received a vision in the night of it drawing everything to itself. And he kind of looks up at you, and he goes, I've had the same vision. Good. Good. I'm not going crazy yet. And you have a keen mind. Excellent. And he kind of looks over at um, his wife, and she kind of just nods. You know, just a deep, like, you know, agreeing nod without him having to say anything. And he takes another sigh. He goes, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of uh, was hoping you wouldn't be so successful in your first outing. 
remind me a little bit too much of myself. But maybe, maybe I need to grow up. Maybe it's finally time. And he stands up and goes back to the back of the tent. He has a box back there that he opens up. And out he pulls kind of this folded up, well, now it's folded as best as it could be because it's made out of some rugged stuff. And he like lets it kind of fall down and it's, you recognize instantly his leather cuirass. Papa. This this has been passed down to me from my father, his father before him. Now, I think it's time to go to you. And he kind of brings it over. He goes, might have to have the stitching worked a little bit, but if you tie it here and here, you should be able to fit it. I will wear it with honor, Papa. And he kind of like, he doesn't really want to look at you in the face, but he's like, I, I know. And he sits back down. Fire. And I, I, I walk over to him and put a hand on his shoulder and, and I'll just say, I will fight back against the shadow with all the strength that I have. With all the teachings you've given me. I will do it for our people, Papa. Good. And every warg that comes out of Gogador, you make sure they know. You shouldn't take <laughs> my arm. I'll, uh, I'll try to get it back for you. I don't actually want it back. <laughs> I, 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 yes. I've been <laughs> learning about these things called jokes from my other traveling companions. I <laughs> thought I'd try it out. I'll uh, keep working on it. This Seems is all like happening in front of the kid, right? Yeah. yeah this is all. You're sitting there. Okay. Yeah. Does the kid say anything about this? No, he's just, um, he's letting them have their moment because this is kind of making him miss home a lot and missing his family. Um, so he's getting a little bit emotional, but he's trying to hide it. Maybe like seated, n- you know, knees to chest kind of thing. Oh. Uh, I like that. So for gameplay purposes, that's your noble uh, armor there, Katvera. Yep. So um, that'll be your reward for your valor upgrade. And um, you guys kind of like share a meal with Katvera's family. And as you're kind of eating, I think Katvera's mother notices the kid uh, is kind of curled up, kind of uh, seems a little bit lonely over there on the other side of the fire. And she goes... Dear, it's it's okay. You can you can uh, come a little closer to the fire. I know that uh, my husband can be rough around the edges, but if you please, you're you're part of the family for today. Uh, and he just goes, um, can I ask you something? Please, be my pleasure. Uh, do you know anything about a dragon sickness? know that dragon sickness usually works on those who are too eager to seek for treasures. Um, why do you ask? Um, I think at this point he just like rambles off about like how he, he's just like uh, my parents haven't been responsive. Uh, they're, they're sick. I don't know what to do. And I've been advent- adventuring. I don't know what he's doing. He's like, I've been just trying to look for answers and 
they led me to you, and I don't know what to do, and, and I heard that you can heal them. Can, can you help me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yes, yes. I, I, I would very much like to help you, but one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Your parents... And are... I think he, at that point, when she, he says that, he just goes, I don't have time. Time is a strange thing, isn't it? You always need more. Often a waste for what we're given. Interesting. Your parents seem to have symptoms that I've heard of before. I've not seen it myself. And she looks over at her husband and kind of tries to see if he's paying attention and he's kind of like noshing into a, a leg of some uh, chicken or something. And uh, <laughs> she, she turns back. <laughs> but it sounds to me like it's the Black Breath. I've read about it many times. I've always worried about encountering it myself. It comes from, well, it comes from the creatures that sometimes come out of Mordor. And I won't speak of their names here, so close to dusk, but... It's odd that they've stuck around. Usually it corrupts and erodes. It seems like they're just stuck. Have you ever heard of, and she kind of thinks about it for a second, Kingsfoil before? Okay, pause. Has that been mentioned before? Yes. You've, you've okay. heard that's the same thing that, uh, <laughs> that's the same thing. Yeah, mentioned. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <he's>, he... <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing that I, I remake, uh, talked about yeah, yeah okay there we go um he's he just goes uh once when i heard your name interesting fortunately there's not a lot of it on this side of the misty mountains but if you ever find yourself in the high pass you might find some lingering bits of of king's foil i can make some sketches and help you identify if you ever come across any in the meantime, I'll be doing a little research myself. But it's odd that you do mention this after my daughter has talked about a return in darkness in Mirkwood. I get the feeling that there's going to be a lot of tragic tales like this very soon. I need to investigate what's coming back to Mirkwood to be sure. Until then, I keep your eyes out for Kingsfoil. Some call it at the last on this side of the mountain. Um, at that, I think he, he does the thing where, like, you know, like, when you don't want people to see you cry sort of thing, and he's just, like, trying to, like, hold it in and, like, look away and stuff like that, because, um, just, like, kind of realizing, like, his adventure is not over, and he's just so, like, I thought this was gonna be it sort of thing, um, I think that, <laughs> I think that, like, overwhelms him, and he's just, like, I just want them to wake up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the name you heard. Like, is there going to be an answer here? But it seems a little bit more complicated. Um, so, uh, with that information, she kind of lets you be. And uh, you kind of finish your meal. Is there, like, a fellowship phase thing you want guys wanted to do while you were here? Uh, yeah. I did. I would like. Well, I'll mention. So I'll jump back into role plays, maybe to sort of do it. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, Papa. Uh, 
is is Bjorn aware of? Do you know if if he's aware of, of any of this? Um, if if you've spoken to him recently, or if anyone's spoken to him recently about the visions or the feeling you've get gotten of the shadow. I'm sure, approaching? if I've if I've seen it, I'm sure Bjorn's seen it. Right now he's yeah. right now he's he's been more worried about travelers going back and forth than anything else. But he's not come this way in many days, so I haven't spoken to him about it, but it might be time to see what his thoughts are. There is a rumor about going around that the elders at Woodland Hall want to call for a full commute, and they've invited the Bjorns, Bjornings to join. If they do call that, I think uh, we should make sure that Bjorn sends someone he doesn't go himself. I feel though as though I should meet with him um, and tell him what I've I've seen firsthand. I mean, we saw great unnatural storms in the wood, uh, some sort of uh, dark creature that attacked us in a, in a well. I things that I've only heard about in, in the old stories. Uh, Things that I didn't think were real anymore. And I think you should speak with him. Wear my wear my armor when you do. You'll recognize it, and it should give you uh, a little more to talk about. He's not a conversationalist, even with our own folk. You know that. But if you come with news, he usually listens, especially if it's news about darkness. All right, then I will. Uh, then I would like to do meet patron then. Okay. Okay. Um, so, with Meat Patron, I think, like, you'll have to, um, Bjorn's kind of a patron, just because you are Bjorning, I'm gonna say that that's, that's probably fine for you. Um, mm -hmm. so let's take a look at what the mechanics are gonna look like. Um, you'll have to travel let's. back to Bjorn's house. Um. I mean, if, if, I mean, if we were gonna meet at the East, um, what was it called? Yeah. East Vale, what is it? <laughs> East the side? Easterly Inn? The east side, <laughs> yeah, east side. That I was thinking uh, we'd probably pass it, uh, or you know, be close enough that it wouldn't take us too far out of the way. Right. I think you you could hit that up on the way back up a little bit north to Easterly Inn, um, and so we can do that after we uh, take a look at Uruk here. But um, I do want to double check with Meat Patron because see what you can. Oh, you can just gain councils. Okay. Cool. Um. Then, yeah, I think we'll go ahead and have you meet Patron when you head back through that uh, area. Uh, the kid, you kind of gain some, you get a little bit of a roleplay version of gaining some information. So, yeah. did you have anything else you wanted, or is that, like, your main goal here? Um, I think that's the main thing, at least from this list, um... I know he wants to go to that side of the mountain now. Like, that's his goal, but he That's knows my side of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I know he can't do it alone, so... Um, I think he would like to ask Kat Vera for help on that one. Uh, oh, of course. Um, I'm in uh, no rush. Uh, we will meet... I mean, I am in a rush. The shadow's approaching. I'm always in a rush. But what I mean is, I was planning on just 
visiting Bjorn on our way back to the Easterly Inn uh, to meet with the rest of our companions and hopefully arrive there with some sort of news as far as what our next step will be. And so he... So I will accompany you, yes. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and he goes... He goes... He says thanks, but then he's just also like, I wasn't crying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had something in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> so onions. There's onions in this stew, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Baby, you got yourself a stew going. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, think I think that experience has humbled him a little bit, just a little. Yes. Good, good. Um, then yeah, we'll we'll cut back to you guys on your way back um, to the Easterly Inn here in a little bit. But you'll probably spend a couple days there at the very least, uh, and there might be some more time in, in for about a month of uh, what we're doing here. Um, but let's cut to Yurik. Um, as you travel down with your loyal companion, Finn. And go all the way down. Uh, you, you travel for a couple of days. And the weather's been good. It's, uh, you know, getting hotter as summer is uh, quickly approaching. As spring goes away um, as we get in the middle of the year. But Yurik uh, takes a couple days to get down to Woodland Hall. And that's kind of where... Um, that's where Baldor stops off, takes his wares in. Uh, he's going to start some trading. Oh, and it is good to mention, I totally forgot the last episode. Everyone gets plus one treasure because Baldor did pay you. So, <laughs> uh, I want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. I have so, yeah, one yeah, treasure. Another treasure. One treasure. So we Treasure's done. Double the treasure. Yeah, double the funds. <laughs> Uh, so now, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, an interesting way of doing kind of coin in a gold playing yeah. universe because it's basically just kind of covers like you can turn in basically like a certain amount of treasure to kind of have a standard of living yeah. or you know if you come across something that's like oh, well we're gonna stay at the Easter Land for a month you know. How good is our stay? Are we staying in the best room in the place? Or, you know, we kind of have to help the stable hands to make ends meet? Like, what are we going to do? So, um, yeah. Uh, Yurik, you uh, head down, uh, and you're south now at Woodland Hall. Do you want to be there? Do you want to go down to Roscobel? Or, you know, what are you thinking? No, I'm meeting someone at, at, uh, at Woodland Hall. Okay. All right. Um, did you want to try and meet the like elder that you know is like the father of Heartguard? So I I'm actually at the hall um, because I received word via one of Radagast's birds while at Mirkwood. Um, so the council is right. meeting, correct? Yeah, the, there's going to be, uh, there. there is word that like a folk moot is kind of being talked about. There yeah. isn't anything official yet, but the council of the woodsmen are there in Woodman Hall. Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually um, traveling there um, by instruction, so. Okay. So I'm, I'm heading to the hall. Gotcha. So, uh. You're saying that Radagast has kind of told you to meet with the the elders, basically. 
I'm saying that uh, Radagast has actually told me to meet him there with among the gotcha. elders. Among the elders, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like that. Cool. Okay. Um. So you head into uh, Woodland Hall, and it is kind of this uh, town sitting up on uh, the hill, and the main building of Woodland Hall is this kind of like think of like a almost like a longhouse. Um, sitting up at the top of the hill, and these these roads kind of switchbacking all the way up to uh, the hall itself. Out from the doors and the the windows of the place, uh, there is like a blue, white blue light that kind of gleams out of Woodland Hall. That you're it's a sight it's a sight that you are used to, um, because it's just been kind of this protective light that's kind of. Uh, uh, been in Woodland Hall for as long as, you know, a couple generations could remember. And it is said that, that as long as that light holds, like Woodland Hall will be protected from the shadow of Mirkwood. Um, so as you walk up, you kind of take it all in again. And you go into Woodland Hall. And as you do, it's kind of like this long, you know, kind of stretch of a of a building. Big kind of open like uh, ceiling with beams going across and everything and all the way at the other end is kind of like a a table long table where the the elders usually meet and eat and you know discuss the the problems of woodland hall and as you walk in you hear them talking to uh this brown cloaked figure um that you instantly recognize as there's radagast and you hear some of the elders say and we're supposed to just expect that he'll walk in. and they lo- all look up to you as they as you walk in and Radagast uh, you hear him kind of chuckle <laughs> what did I tell you and <laughs> he kind of puts up his arm and waves you over uh, I'm gonna offer you a tall glass of sweet tea some sweet tea. I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out Radagast here. This is gonna be a sec. <laughs> I I kind of um, as I make my way to Radagast, I kind of hold my hand at my side as sort of a, a stay command for Finn, so that he'll linger at the and I make my way to Radagast and I grab him by the uh, by the collar of his robe. Sort of, sort of, just I, I don't do anything, but grab him by the collar of his robe and just white knuckle him. Um, and 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 I say, I, I say, you, you sent us out. You sent us out to be slaughtered. And uh, he kind of like just kind of gently puts like a hand on your hands. He says, "I'm sorry. Please." I may know many things from the forest, but I don't know everything. But we needed someone to go out and look. Not just not just some twelve summons. We were boys and I received your bird and you have not heard from any of the other eleven on the left. Sorry to hear that. And 
it was not my intention to send anyone to their death. But these are dark times, and we need answers. I felt something in the forest, and I hoped that someone would come back with information. I have more. You are. I have more than information. I I grab Wolfbiter and press it against Radagast's chest. Hardbard did this. Okay. And um, like you hear like this kind of whisper uh, as the other elders. Like, Rhubarb, and rhubarb, um, rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and one of the elders who's kind of been sitting down, he's one of the older ones. Um, he stands up, and you recognize him as Heartfast, uh, the father of Heartguard. He's old, one of the old, like the oldest elder, like on this council. He kind of steadies himself at the table. And he goes, you'll have to say that again. Who gave you that? Your son's alive. Is he? Is he here? No, he's not here. But he's alive. (laughs) Is he? Where is he? He's exactly where he wants to be. And he goes his way home if he ever decides to come back. I suppose that's better than the alternative. Was he well? Did he seem in good health? Friend, alive is better than most people can say these days. He's alive. Gave me this, and I look back at Radagast at this point, and sort of not not aggressively, but just for emphasis, kind of press the axe head again. Gave me this, and Radagast, uh, you, you you called me back for a reason. I'd like to hear what that reason is, but first, I want to put this to use. I'd like to do something with this. He kind of like holds it takes it out of your hand a little bit and looks down at it. Oh my. 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 Yes, of course. But it is not necessarily yours to say what you will do with it. And he looks over to Heartfast. He goes, so he's the head of Wolfbiter. And Heart, heart, heart. Uh, Heartfast just kind of looks down and uh, sits back down. This is a lot for him <laughs> right now. Um, and Radagast looks back to you and says, What I need is someone besides myself to speak some wisdom into the council. And if you do it with anger, fine. So be it. What they need to know is that a shadow is returning to Dolgador. You don't want to listen to me because I don't want to have to face the truth. He kind of raises his voice so they all hear him. And they just... <laughs> they just kind of whisper amongst themselves. <laughs> and uh, he goes, what I need is for you to tell them exactly what you've seen 
I'm going to travel through Mirkwood and back. I need you to tell them what, who you've lost. But I also need to tell, have you tell them that you need to act. Is this true? This is true. See? <laughs> Told you. <laughs> and uh, he goes over, he kind of walks over to the council, and uh, he puts down uh, Wolf Biter in front of uh, Hardfast. And he says, uh, You may not have your son here, but you have someone who has seen him, and has someone, this someone is able. To lead our, your, people, against what's growing, and he's seen it himself. Um, and the counselors just kind of like nod. And one, um, another one, not uh, hard fast, kind of like, uh, kind of sits up, stands up, and you recognize him as uh, Ingomer. Uh. He is the elder specifically for uh, Woodland Hall. Uh, Heartfast is kind of in charge of what's going on at Mountain Hall. And uh, uh, Ingomer stands up and says, Well, what we can do is bring everyone together. We've talked about a folk moot. Let's make a folk moot happen. Perhaps not this summer as we need to send messages out across Mirkwood as well. But we can talk about it. And if the other leaders from the Black Tarn and the East Bight, if they all say that they've seen things too, then maybe we have something to deal with. But Mirkwood has always been treacherous. I don't think we all need to gather an army just because the, there's darkness in a place we already know holds darkness. Is that all you saw? Was the what did you what did you see, Yorick? Yeah, there's, there's always been darkness. There's debate about that, but every time you don't trust me to determine a new kind of darkness. Are you saying this is different than you've seen before? That's exactly what I'm saying. Besides, fine. Send the messages out. We'll send as many as you can. Radagast, help us with your animal friends, please. And get the message out to the Eastern Bite, to the Black Tarn. Have everyone meet here by next summer. I point at Wolf Biter, and I say that was given to me for a reason. And I'd like for it to be battle ready as soon as possible. Uh, Radagast kind of looks over at uh, Heartfast. And he walks up to him, kind of whispers something in Hartfast's ear. And Hartfast just kind of nods. And um, Radagast comes back over and says, The smiths of Woodland Town are quite skilled. I think we can do something for you there. And Hartfast kind of speaks up from you know the counselor's table and says, Use it well. If it was a gift, use it against the darkness. If there is indeed a new darkness, let it be your light. We're going to make a special weapon for you. 
Um, so you're going to be able to carry Wolfbiter as uh, an axe. Um, we're going to have to pick some, uh, you might have to pick some uh, things for it. Almost like, almost like a reward, a uh, story-based reward. Um, but we'll go ahead and kind of figure out the details of what Wolfbiter is going to look like. Because uh, I think I see some things on the weapon list I'm going to probably want to give it as it's remade. Um, but, uh, is there anything, what was, is there any, like, fellowship stuff you want to do? You're in the area now, you've spoken with the council, it looks like they're moving to very slowly get a, a folk moot, uh, in order. Um, but, uh, anything else you'd like to do fellowship-wise? No, I came to reconvene with Radagast and to repurpose, um, uh, Wolfbot. All right. They got real well. Jedi Council vibes. These, these <laughs> <laughs> no one ever likes admitting things are going to shit. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. I think uh, I'm looking at the uh, weapon list. This is going to be interesting to make. But what we're going to do now. Uh, we're going to have kind of the fellowship phase move on. You guys have kind of recovered uh, your endurance. Uh, you've leveled up. You've stayed for about a month in the places that you've kind of uh, arranged to stay. Weapons are made. Uh- <laughs> Chris, I need to get the all-star breakfast at the end. Awesome. <laughs> I need to get the Grand Slam. Get the Grand Slam. <laughs> get them oh, diced. Man. Yeah. You can get them for the other ones. <laughs> Uh, you guys all agreed to meet at the Easterly Inn, so about a month passes and you start heading up. Uh, as oh, you do... Do I meet with Bjorn? Yeah. Yes, let's cut to Cat uh, Vera and the kid who stop at um, Bjorn's house that is in the middle of a little settlement. Um, some of the other Bjornings have um, kind of gathered around Bjorn's house. Um, there's still, as you approach, um, the buzzing of bees... Uh, that are as big as your thumb, uh, and uh, some hmm, animals. Like <laughs> Murder <laughs> hornets. Don't like that. They, they are definitely, possibly murder hornets. <laughs> um, no. It's too real. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually, like, my least favorite part of The Hobbit. Is like, oh my god, why is no one, like, freaking out more about these gigantic bees that are, like, buzzing around them? But anyway. Um, uh... <laughs> But as you uh, approach, um, there is like some animals that are kind of in his fields, and uh, a giant door in front of you at the at the uh, kind of entrance of his house. Uh, you kind of go through a little gate to get there, and uh, approach. What would you like to do? Um, there's like, is there anyone about? Um, all you can see is like. <laughs> What looks to be, um, like, a horse that comes back around out from, like, around the other side of the house. And she kind of stares at you. A uh, horse, of course. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I will... I'll, e- I'll even say outside, like, where's, where's your master, old boy? Why the long face? And it just... <laughs> And I'll say, and then I'll and then I'll add on, or are you your master? 
Um, it just kind of like nickers and kind of like, you know, and uh, the door opens uh, like by you. And <laughs> this large man with just like jet black hair and beard and hairy arms um, <clears throat> says, uh, you know, by now I don't turn into horses. You're right. I, I'm I'm sorry, Master Bjorn. I just you never know for sure at your place. <laughs> Indeed. Do you bring news? Uh, I do, Master Bjorn. Ill tidings, from what I can gather. It seems that the shadow at Dolgador is awakening once again. Both me and my father have received visions in the night, and I was just in Mirkwood myself. And there was unnatural things afoot. When you say There's been talk of strange folk abroad. <laughs> <laughs> the best line in the Can that be version. canon? <laughs> can can Vera actually say it that way? <laughs> talk of strange folk of just goes through a tour. I've seen three men enter and zero men leave. <laughs> it was it was uh, Rory and Ted who's influenced her. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of it's funny seeing Cat Vera a little bit out of her element, like approaching someone like because she is very used to being the best in the group, like by yeah. like a pretty good amount, um, except for maybe Yurik. Uh, and so seeing her like approach Bjorn of all people is kind of an interesting thing. Right? Um, yeah, she's. And he says, um... What's what's the word? She, you know, she's uh, very reverent. You know, I guess she's she's fearful. You know, of that that old, but the old definition of of fearful, the biblical sort of of definition of fearful. He has know, five pips in awe. Respect. He he does have five pips in awe for sure. He has he's got all six, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. He says, uh, he says, when you say darkness, do you mean orcs, goblins? What did you see? The only thing I saw that was physical was this great creature from an old well that we found in the wood uh, made up of roots and and vines, um, but not, not like the walking trees of old. I, I don't think it was. It was dark. It was evil, and an unnatural storm. I've heard tales of it, and we've seen storms too. Come and set, and he looks down. He goes, "Is that one of the Shire folk, or a dwarf?" Uh, this is this is a man, actually, uh, Bjorn. Uh, this is a man. Have they gotten this shorter is my... in recent years? <laughs> He's very young. Uh, <laughs> this is my companion, the kid. Oh, upgraded to companions. <laughs> yeah, you've been companion zone. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, uh, Bjorn says, 
I'll let from... him speak for himself. He crosses his arms, and he's just like, from Lake Town. Sort of confidently. Semi-confidently. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and roll... Let's see. What's the oh, difference? Beans. Oh, beans. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a biscuit! <laughs> Son of a lembus. <laughs> Son of a lembus bread. Let's have you roll courtesy. Oh. Oh, you know what? He has two pips. Hey. Roll the shit out of courtesy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please not an 11. Oh boy. <laughs> oh god. A one and uh <laughs> um a five and a two. So eight. Eight <laughs> Um He just, just kind of dice. looks you like cross your arms <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> if you're trying to look tough or trying to impress him or whatever it is, but you know, Bjorn has He's a, trying to look like a man. He's trying gotcha. to be like, you know, I, you know, this is this yeah. is his point of like, you know, I gotta, you know, be tough now. I think. <laughs> and gotta he impress looks... Cat Vera. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of the companion zone. Uh, <laughs> he looks down at you and just kind of stares for a second and says, hmm, "A boy, indeed. Come inside." <laughs> Uh, and he's just utterly unimpressed with you. <laughs> um, so he kind of Makes invites sense. you inside, and uh, he's got a long table, and already it looks like there's some animals, uh, a couple dogs and, and horses, that the dogs are standing on their hind feet as they kind of set the table uh, for Bjorn. And of course the kid has doubtful seen anything like this. <laughs> um but there looks to be like a good spread kind of getting made. Um, and mm. uh, says, come, tell all your tale and we'll see what we need to do. And kind of sit and you have kind of a meal with him as you explain. I won't make you repeat the entire adventure. Um, <laughs> but you explain to him <laughs> verbatim. Kind <of> what <laughs> verbatim, exactly. Uh, episode one. Uh, what Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I'm Vera, Why don't you go ahead and roll awe for me? Um, okay. Because I think you kind of like have to tell this tale in a certain way to kind of really capture his imagination. I have three pips. Okay. Not a twelve this time, but a nine. So not bad. Uh, Yeah. So nine. 16 total. No sixes. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, no pip, I guess, for that one. But, well, uh, do you have a pip on the very right of that one? So far? No. Okay. I, I Refresh, succeeded. Baby. Yeah, you succeeded, so uh, I'll, I'll say that's a pip. Um, and as he listens to your story, he's very, like, looks like he's paying very close attention. And, um, says, hmm. if there is something in the south we need to know about it, and if orcs come out of the forest as much as I <laughs> would enjoy that myself, we do need to think about the others. So, I'll send word to the other leaders 
will keep scouts on the forest. Keep watch. If this folk you, you spoke of happens, I want you to represent the Bjornings for me. I see that you carry your father's honor. You've come back from your first war. A trial. A successful one, then. I have. And she'll put, like, her fist on her chest and kind of bow and I'll be like, I will do the Bjornings honor, Master Bjorn. Until then, you are free to stay here as long as you like. Tonight, I will probably adventure. Do not go out at night. And she'll just look over at the kid. <laughs> <laughs> like you get he that? just raises, he raises his hands up like a kind of like a just like all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. You spend the night there, and there is, like, a little bit of, like, commotion outside, um, as you hear, like, kind of snorting and some growls, and that finally kind of, like, dissipates into the distance. Um, and the next morning, you kind of continue on to the easterly inn. Uh, you do see that there is some bear tracks uh, kind of near the front of the house and off to the side that look like they go towards uh, Mirkwood Forest. But uh, you veer off and go back up towards the easterly end. Now, as our fellowship phase ends, uh, all of you end up at the easterly end, one by one. Two of you are already there. Um, and They're plastered. You're... Yeah, just super <laughs> gross. Yeah. I, got, I, and... I got my hash brown smothered. Nice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah, you all, <laughs> you all end up there. And I, I'll say Yurik's kind of the last one uh, to, to arrive. He arrives the day after that Cat Vera and the kid uh, end up at Easterly Inn. And when you walk in, Yurik, you see uh, kind of Ted up on a table with a drink. Uh, Rory's uh, also drinking. Cat Vera is uh, drinking, but annoyed <laughs> at just yeah. about everyone. Rory's the kid, on just, the ground. Very loud. <laughs> the kid, do you have a drink? Do you uh, get some alcohol, some underage drinking in here? Like a white Russian, but without any alcohol. <laughs> so, just, so, so just heavy no cream. So just heavy cream and nutmeg. Little Actually, get wild. Or the carrot raisin salad. Does Does Yurik get him a drink? Yeah, I mean, Ted. Show Ted up. actually from the from the table sees your come in, sees everyone come in, and says, "Get them whatever they want. It's on my tab." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta put some chest on my chest, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming also that Ted is using one treasure to just ensure that the entire fellowship phase he has been just treated like a king. Uh, Rory has been taking very much advantage enjoys of that. that every step of the way. And now... <laughs> Ted's got the sweet. Um, <laughs> this is how Ted likes to spend his money. His hard-earned cash. He likes to, he likes to blow it real quick. That's why he needs to go find more. Um, and uh, D- Dodinus um, has been allowing you to you know, use your money on, on good ale and food and, and all that good stuff for about a month. 
And uh, so, yeah, make sure you take a treasure away to kind of like have that standard of living. Um, but it's also made uh, everybody kind of love you because you guys have been there. And uh, this is a very welcoming place to you and anyone that associates with you. Uh, we'll say that that night there's a lot of uh, lot of drinking to those who want to drink. And mm, yes. kind of one by one uh, fall uh, fall into either sleep or a room or maybe pass out in the stables. Who knows? <laughs> Definitely that one. Definitely the last one. <laughs> Rory's in the stables. In a pile um, of hay that's not necessarily the driest. <laughs> um, oh, God. That can't be good. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 one asks, why, why is it not dry? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we leave that to the listener's imagination. God. Uh where does uh, where does Yurik end up? Does he? Uh, I'm at the bar taking I'm at the bar taking Ted up on that free drink. So that 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 beautiful frothy ale, I, I'm sipping it down. Good, good. Um, and Cat Vera, what's what's Cat Vera thinking as everyone else seems to be partying? Um, I'm trying, or Cat Vera's trying to keep like her wits about her. I would think, um, just knowing the heaviness of two main conversations she had back at home mm-hmm. um yeah she's she's even though we're in an inn she's never felt comfortable in civilization anyway most likely so she's she's already on edge from that and from the conversations so she's yeah she's she's just trying to keep an eye out trying to stay aware trying to um yeah she's definitely a party pooper for sure <laughs> uh but makes sense she's the only one that's kind of uh i mean york probably has a little bit of a grasp but i mean everyone else doesn't really hasn't really sunk in it seems that there's something like growing in the forest um the next day uh, as you kind of one by one wake up with hangovers like get some a meal in you um you're kind of all downstairs you know together again around the table and you uh all over here, like it back in the kitchen. Um, Didon, uh, God, I'm never gonna remember this name. Didonas and uh, his <laughs> wife Agatha are arguing at the back, and you hear him say, "I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's fine." He, he, how many times? How many? I mean, he's done this for a couple. I a couple years now. I've, I've, and she's like, "I can't. I." I if you're not going to worry about him, then I will. I will worry about him. Because it is not a safe passage, and he should be back by now. And they just keep kind of going back and forth, back and forth. But it's obvious they're worried about someone. What do you guys want to do? Ted will just go ahead and <laughs> yeah, step, step in and ask, is there, is there a problem? Is there something that we, that we can help with? Uh... Dead, dead. Uh, there's, there's probably no problem at all. I, and Agatha kind of like. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I hear? In. Did I hear? Is there a problem with the ale? Is um, uh, Rory comes up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't no, worry. I, I promise you. I sure will get some more of the porter in. As I will let you know as soon as it's in. I, I have run me dry. I know. <laughs> listen, I know I drank you out like, um, that night, but, um. I, I, it's been, uh, I, I've really, you know, you, you've been teasing me with that and I appreciate you, you doing that. But, um, 
you know, it seems like you've, you, you, if there's a problem with ale, I, I need to know about it. it. You know, I'm willing to step in and, and do my part here, especially when it comes to protecting the good name of the Dwarven Ale. There's, there's no problem, no problem with the, and Agatha kind of like steps in like, there is, there is a problem. There is. See, now, sir, I'm just, not to be an emotional person here, but. <laughs> Uh, it seems like there's an, uh, something going on, and uh, uh, it seems like talking through the problem is going to be something best here. If I've and, learned uh, anything in my month of drinking, talking to people seems to be a Didonis, good solution. Dodonos, like, throws his hands up, and Agatha's like, there is. There is. And he doesn't want to admit it, but mm-hmm. his brother, Dindy, has not come back. He should have been back by now. He's getting supplies from the Shire, has not returned. And I don't know what to do. He comes over the high pass and should have been here weeks ago. Have you heard any news from Dindy? At all? Since he left? None. Uh, I know he has a few people in his caravan to help him. No one's come through. And I know it's still summer, but if he's running late... Winter hits early in the Misty Mountains. Mm. I, I worry that the pass will be closed. If he goes through in the fall, it's going to be... But I don't know what to do. do, do I... I Where does he normally stop on his on his journey? Does he have stops that he makes? He does. Uh, he has a stop in Bree, and uh, then keeps going. There's an inn. The lonely mount or the lone lands that uh, he stops in, cuts across. It's a lot of open open territory until you hit the misty mountains. But there's been a post up there, uh, old city, that uh, you know has some old buildings still, some ruins that he kind of they've they've stopped up there before. If you, I, I, that's, I wouldn't mind if someone went up to the misty mountains to the high pass and just see if. He's stuck somewhere, or if he's even passed through the area. I, I, the only place I would really worry is the high pass. Did Did he have the hail with him at on the pass? <laughs> well, yes, he is bringing some more Shire ale. Uh, oh, okay, um, yeah. I mean, did he have any dwar- dwarven ale? Just you know. Well, uh, are we pants. all next to Rory right now? Yeah, you're all in the same room. You're all here at this. I think I think the kid has a hangover, and he's just like, "Oh my god, shut up!" <laughs> I know you're new to drinking, but you have to try the dwarven stuff. I drank it all at the beginning, and I'm sorry about it. But like, you, like it's it's just like, so much please, better. Just please, my brain is gonna. They do like this right small now. batch brewing thing, and it's just like, listen. How is he still talking? <laughs> While this is happening, Ted is leaning in to uh, Dodonus. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Dodonus? Okay. Leads into Dodonus and says, Is this, this is the same area that you mentioned treasure, correct? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's there or not, I mean, I, I, it's possible. It's possible. Between bites and breakfast, we were asked, what was the, what was the, general purpose of his journey. Well, he uh, he needs to resupply us. Um, I like having some Shire 
ale and meals, and um, not a whole lot of places around here that are uh, welcoming to hobbits. You know, we're kind of children to everyone. I don't know if you've noticed that one, Ted, but, uh, you know, I get mistaken for being a child on the <laughs> You're speaking my language, which is common. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he says, but he, done, he runs resupply in the spring, and at the first couple of years we thought it was going to be pretty dangerous, but it's been it's been fine. He, he hires a few uh, folk from uh, Bree, and they come with him. They go back. It's been a good arrangement. But he is late, I admit. Ted says, I for one think that we need to go and do anything we can for this kind man and go and search those ruins to see if we can find uh, anything that could help with this situation. Who's with me? Listen, I'm, I mean, anything for more of that sweet dwarven ale. (laughs) (laughs) The kid is just groaning. His head is like on the table. Just going, uh. (laughs) Somewhere, I think underneath the kid's headache and the need to throw up, uh, the kid does remember, like, the high pass was mentioned as a possible place for uh, King's Foil, so. Never know. (laughs) But. You're far more concerned with your pain right now. (laughs) He just, uh, like, thumbs up over his head. (laughs) Does that work like Alka-Seltzer, too? (laughs) 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 uh, uh, What does Cavera say? Anything specific? Uh, Cavera will just say, well, it's better than just sitting around on our hands, waiting for the darkness to come to us. Might as well do something. Yeah, so Ted will Ted will also say, it, it is unnatural that it's unnatural that, that he wouldn't make it back, and considering the world has gotten stranger, it's possible we might be walking toward the darkness. That's the only direction I know how to go, Ted. <laughs> I mean, it's been pretty dark this entire time, like what, with the the covery. Put, the, put that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Once you again, Rory, we're, we're not talking way. about actual physical darkness. Oh no, it's more of a uh, metaphorical. Did Ted work on your metaphors with you? I heard I, I, there was no. I just been with. really good and drunk and talking with strangers most of the time. So. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll do that in the next fellowship phase. <laughs> Is that one of the undertakings I can take? Yeah. <laughs> teach, teach, you teach metaphor. It's very specific. Wordplay. <laughs> yeah. Roll uh, a riddle check. Yeah. Negative 12. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You get one shadow point because you're so confused. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Oh, man. Mood. <laughs> so um, anyway, so yeah. Ted Ted turns back to Didotis and says, "It sounds like we are of one mind that we will head that way and see if we can figure something out." Well, fine, fine. I'm not going to stop you, certainly. And if my brother is going to be in danger, I would be worried about it. I just, I'm just, I just, you know, he knows what he's doing. I think we're overreacting, but if you do. Come across any dangers he might be in. 
Uh, rest assured, you'll be getting plenty of free ale and food here uh, for a very long time. That's only if Rory. That's only if he's in danger. (laughs) If he's normal and you come meeting him around the mountain as he comes down just fine, you're not getting anything extra. I'm just saying, you know, hazard pay. (laughs) If there's hazards that deserve pay, you'll get it. Okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so I think uh, the group probably rests a little bit longer there, recovers from hangovers, and uh, gets some uh, Middle-Earth uh, Alka-Seltzer, and wait until the next dawn to kind of start bright and early. You pack up, you prepare, and we'll get our next adventure going next time. Ooh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>